And now, the Street Photography Magazine podcast with your host, Bob Patterson. Welcome back to the Street Photography Magazine podcast. I'm Bob Patterson, publisher of Street Photography Magazine. And today we have two guests. We have uh, Paul Murray and Des Byrne. Both are in Dublin, Ireland. And they are the people who founded and are wrangling the first Dublin Street Photography Festival, which is going to happen this May, May 3rd through the 6th in Dublin. And if you've never been there, that sounds like a great time to go because it's a very cool town, I've got to say. Anyway, so welcome, guys. How are you? Thank you, Bob. Hi, Bob. Great to be here. Thanks so much for having us. Yeah, well, I'm glad to have you. We, I mean, Des was on here years ago. And uh, by the way, he is the founder of a street photography streetwalk group. That's how we connected with him back in, what were you saying, like nine years ago or 10 years ago? Probably actually, 11 years ago 11 years ago like when we started yeah and uh yeah that's how we connected and we've been in touch ever since uh featured some of his work in the magazine but now they're taking the big step to create a festival and as they're they've discovered i don't know i mean you started talking about this what first of last year i think something like that and yeah. uh it's a ton of work it's 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 a lot of it's a lot of work. It's kind of we're probably probably mad to be honest. Uh, originally, I, I was looking at a lot of festivals around the world, and one of the ones that I homed in on was Luxembourg. I think it's running for the last three or four, four years. It's quite a small festival, so I kind of had an idea that maybe we could try something like this in Dublin. But it's trying to get the right people involved and trying to get the right venues. As you know, these things are very expensive, and uh, so basically, I have a lot of. Uh, as you've just mentioned, I, I know yourself probably 10 or 11 years. I have a lot of photography contacts from around the world because about 10 years ago, I used to be involved with black and white street photography. Uh, at the time, it was a very good uh, Facebook page. And you I mean, you would have mm -hmm. had the likes, uh, the likes of the curators on it. It was myself, had Linda Wisdom, uh, Rinzi Ruse from Los Angeles, and a rake of other really, really talented photographers. And that was run by uh, Gardner Hamilton. Who was from Glasgow and Gardner at the time lived in Chile. And so basically I had a lot of contacts from there. And then personally, I went on then. There was a collective started. And I just seen tonight that it's still running called uh, APF Art Photo. Uh, mm -hmm. Tra travel, Art Photo Travel. Yeah. So it's a, it's a collective again. There was a lot of good photographers in that, but it didn't really take off. So I've, I've made a lot of contacts throughout the years with different uh, people around the world. So I have all the contacts. So basically, Paul joined my group, group about a year ago. And then we got talking in January because I'd been trying looking for venues around the city. And so we got talking to Paul. And then Paul might want to pop in here because Paul had a lot of contacts regarding the, the venue and the sponsors. And so combined, it's actually it's a match made in heaven. <laughs> yeah, by the way, just so everyone knows who's who, since we've got three of us here, that, that was Des speaking. So now... Go ahead, Paul. Go, go ahead and chime in. Well, here, here I go. Um, well, yeah, so uh, Des uh, asked me about the, the festival just on a sort of a 
a casual chat, he he told me that he was thinking of setting up a kind of an exhibition, uh, maybe run it over a, a couple of days, and he had some ideas for venues. And I uh, I remember uh, having a, a call with him one time and and saying, "My God, Des, I, I think you're selling yourself too short here. I, I think this could be something really special, and we could really." do something amazing you know that we should try and even for the first one make us best in class if we can and uh you know my my background uh is in branding and design and mm. i have a lot of you know big corporate clients um who and funny enough a lot of clients in in the property uh sector mm -hmm. who are building massive quarters in dublin and you know big uh commercial mixed use retail schemes um and i know that there is um a, a huge need for placemaking in in developing these new schemes and that's part of what i do on a day-to-day -day basis is is dealing with placemaking and trying to get um uh, a new footfall into areas that maybe are undiscovered. So, um, I I put the the sort of the the feelers out and spoke to a couple of people and um, one of my clients, uh, McGarrell Riley, um, have just developed a, a, a beautiful scheme uh, very close to the centre of the city uh, called Charlemont Square, and uh, they very kindly offered to sponsor. The festival uh, mm -hmm. which is great and they're going to give us uh beautiful uh venue areas around the um the development so we're going to have an exterior exhibition and an interior internal exhibition and we're hoping to get lots of um um engagement with the with the retailers and they're going to try and do small exhibitions hopefully as well so there'll be lots and lots of um things going on you know so we were able to um, both secure the the talent, the, these amazing photographers from around the world and from Ireland, and bring them to this amazing venue, which was just, I, I suppose it is a bit of a match made in heaven. Well, well, before we get too deep into that, let's talk about you. So <laughs> since Paul was just talking, why don't you tell us, both of these guys are very talented photographers, by the way. So. Tell us a little bit about your background in photography. How how did you get into it, and what was uh, your well, journey like? My journey, it's well, it's obviously it's um, I, I'm a, I'm a kind of a newcomer to be honest uh, to street photography, and um, I really only picked up a camera in the last sort of two two and a half years, um, after uh, many years of of dabbling and probably you know doing the usual family shots and shots of kids and the odd uh, friend would ask me to cover a, a wedding or a party and i'd just bring a camera and shoot away um but i i actually you know i studied photography in in art college and when i was studying for design it was one of the modules so i always really enjoyed it and uh then when i became a, a, a graphic designer, I'd be art directing. So I've been art directing mm -hmm. for 30 years, mm -hmm. um, dealing with commercial photography and, you know, 
choosing the right photographer for the right uh, event or gig or you know it might be a corporate gig or a, a portrait shoot and so i've had the pleasure to work with some amazing photographers over my 30 years you know and uh, both irish and international um really um amazing talent and um so two years ago uh, during covid there wasn't a lot to do i uh i was still working away but i decided to uh, just pick up a camera when i was going for my limited walks around my house and started off kind of photographing urban mundane things shadows on a wall a bit of shaft of light in a in a in a small harbor or something and um that was basically because there was nobody around you i don't know if you remember but when I remember walking down the street and people would be walking towards you and <laughs> run across the street. Yeah. So, you know, there was almost like a, a 50 foot gap between you and anybody else. But um, as, as the world opened up, I, increasingly, I found myself being drawn to photographing people in the environment. Yeah, I see you. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Yeah, but uh, I see you. You do a lot. Through uh, through windows, yeah, I, yeah I, I'm fascinated with reflections. Yeah, he's like he's like an Irish saw lighter. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's high praise. Um, but no, I, I suppose uh, there there is a there is a degree of it. It stems from a project I did back in college. Actually, I I did a a project looking through um, public transport um, thirty years ago through windows with slow shutter speeds and flash. And I loved the ability to capture um, these reflections and motion blur and still capture um, mm -hmm. the people within the space. So it's I suppose it's been a theme running through all the uh, times I've picked up a camera. Um, but, you know, I, I try to dabble in lots of different things, but it is sort of the signature thing that people kind of have now recognized me for is a lot of these reflection shots do you still have some of those photos from 30 years ago when you were using flash oh god i wish i could yeah. i wish i could find them they were all uh film in those days you know yeah. was, uh, so i think uh they're long gone yeah i'm in the same boat i have boxes of old photos and negatives and the negatives they're not even organized it's like you know why bother but yeah it's too bad you don't even think of it at the time i know i i, I actually i think i i uh, on the last day of my uh college um graduation i had um probably enough uh artwork and photography prints to fill half a skip and most of them ended up in a skip because we lived in a very small house and uh, I couldn't bring it all home. And so the artwork and all the paintings and all the drawings are gone forever. Um, you said they're in a what? A skip? In a, in a, a skip, uh, like a, a, builder's, a builder's bucket. So, uh, you know, those big things I put on the side of a street at a construction site. A dumpster? A dumpster, yeah. exactly. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. Yeah, so. Up in the, yeah. They're in the dumpster somewhere. Yeah. 
So what about you, Des? Tell us about your photo journey. Well, I was actually just, we were discussing this last night, I think. I mean, probably about to start about 10 years ago. Uh, I had always had an interest in photography as such, but coming from a working class background and the idea of uh, developing film, uh, probably a bit costly at the time. Yeah. So it was until uh, maybe it was about 46 and uh, with digital, I started taking an interest in photography. But then I, I'm not sure because how I actually got into street, I don't know how I stumbled into it, you know, but it, it just, I started off just looking at other people's work and it just kind of grew from there. And as I said earlier, it's just from really uh, looking online uh, on Facebook and different groups. This is before Instagram and, and then becoming the curator on a group and then just, just grew from there really. And then just the idea of the group in Ireland was to kind of uh, increase the awareness and the standard of street photography that's available around the world, just to show, because at the time, it's, you know, it wasn't on any of the agendas in camera clubs or there wasn't too many street photographers mm -hmm. around. Not doing Candid, you had a lot of photojournalists as such, but uh, Candid was kind of a, it was kind of really unheard of as such. So the idea was to set up the group that I set up at the time, which is purely, uh, really, it's it's a very sociable group. And the idea, I mean, I love Candid street photography more kind of, of the classic style. And uh, that's really where I just started, to be honest. Yeah. And what's the, are you talking about a group? Okay. Do you have a Facebook group still? Yeah, we have a Facebook group. We used to be, when I started the group originally, it was on a, a, a place called Meetup. I don't know if you, you mm -hmm, know Meetup. Sure. It was on Meetup at the time. But then I think Meetup, people thought it was a dating agency. So we kind of, we went <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. We changed from Meetup to uh we went more into instagram and we still have a presence on facebook as well and uh and that's really it i mean over the years as i said like i mean the last group meet we had was about 35 people on it so it averages from starting off there could have been 20 and then 50 and and really it's like a small mini united nations you know it's from in in dublin as you know with the low corporation tax we have a an influx of uh, young workers in the it end of things you know with facebook and google and amazon everybody's in ireland you know they're european mm -hmm. so here so we've got a huge influx of people from different nationalities around the world so, and 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 the thing with the group is that it's as i said earlier it's not a club it's a group so people just float in and out whenever they feel like it it's just it's very sociable and the big thing probably is that it's free you know so you just announced we're going to meet up on x date at some place yeah. at some time and Every four weeks, we shoot every four weeks we shoot mm. for about two and a half hours around the city of Dublin. We normally meet in Dublin Castle, which is very central, and we shoot for about two and a half hours. We normally pick a, a theme every month, just for people like that, you know, and uh, and sometimes I'd, I'd invite me, Paul, I think he led one of the groups there on Reflections a number of months back. Uh, with another couple of guys might do street portraits and just try and mix it around because after 11 years, you, you know yourself, things do get stale, so you're trying to mix it up a bit for yourself as well as everybody else. So I assume you all split up. You don't walk around in a group of 35 yeah, no, people. No, we, split, we split up yeah. totally. Uh, we'd be arrested, especially on Grafton Street and in Dublin. It's quite a narrow street. But we do yeah. split up into groups as such, you know. And it's a great way, as you know, for people who are new to street photography. I mean, the big thing is they're always afraid to go out and shoot on their own. So they feel yeah. safe in the group. So it's worked. Yeah, yeah. The... um 
do you, do you, do you show do you get together afterwards and everyone shows each other their work or do you, do you do like a zoom call later things no, like we that? don't i encourage people to post on uh the facebook page and also on the instagram page but i mean over the years we have had four i think it's four exhibitions to date and the idea of the exhibitions the first one we had was in 2014 and we and the last one was in 2018 and the idea is again what i did with them was i would invite guest photographers in uh from around the world uh, maybe it's say 10 guest photographers wow. and then i'd mix up uh the selection process then would be anybody that's interested in exhibiting they would send in three photographs uh for free and then i'd select one and it's selected then they pay a small fee i mean that would pay towards the printing and the exhibition space and and everybody wants to exhibit as you know yourself and uh, mm -hmm. especially class photographers and published photographers so it's great you know and the thing about it is normally when i'd show somebody around the exhibition i'd ask them to pick out their favorite and nine times out of ten it wouldn't be the uh, published photographer it'd be one of the guys out of the group <laughs> <laughs> i'd like to take a quick break to thank the street photography magazine subscribers for your support we couldn't do this without you you may have noticed that we don't sell advertising or sponsorships in the podcast or inside street photography magazine itself and that's because we want to be completely objective about the work we publish and the services and gear that we cover our only constituent is you our listeners and readers so if you like what we're doing you can support the show by subscribing to street photography magazine it's only five dollars per month and you can do it by visiting streetphotographymagazine.com slash subscribe and now back to the show. Well, I remember well, I, the last couple of years, I've been invited a lot to speak to camera clubs. Yeah. Typically, they don't really embrace this type of photography, but they have been. But I think you were the first one to tell me, I think, didn't you like make a tour of Ireland, basically speaking at different clubs? No, I, I, yeah. at the time, I was kind of encouraging it to try yeah. and kind of mold in camera clubs. Uh, to see what they embrace it, but uh, I don't think they fully embrace it. But with the group, what I've got is a lot of people from camera clubs join the group. Mm -hmm. Normally, and they go back. It's like and then spread the word. It's like a religion. And they go back to the groups, then to the masses, and tell them all about this wonderful uh, genre of street photography. Mm -hmm. It's kind of it's getting there, but it's still not there. It's still a long way to go. And I think what what what's really, as I said, there's a lot of photojournalists. There's a lot of portrait photographers. And I mean, there's a lot of amazing photographers in the camera clubs and that, but I think on the higher level, there's nobody uh, that understands candid photography as such, as street photography as such. There, I think, well, it is very subjective anyway, you know? Yeah, but it sure is. But well, I we're lucky, I think, uh, um, this year we, we have reached out to the Dublin Camera Club yeah. and they, they've been very generous in helping us and uh, they're actually going to, participate in in part of the exhibition as well which is great you know um to to spread the word uh amongst their their members there i mean i mean there is a lot of camera clubs in ireland so i mean i will be contacting every one of them uh because uh, to try and get people to get involved in that you know and as paul just mentioned i think we're doing a part of a zoom call in january with dublin camera club and dublin camera club at the moment has up to 200 members Oh, that's big. Oh, very, very big. And then I was going to reach out as well. Then we're thinking of reaching out uh, because we have uh, some uh, amazing people, guest photographers, and doing workshops. Brian Lloyd Duckett, 
I'm sure you know from Street Snappers. Yeah, yep, yep. We've yeah, we featured him last year. So Brian Brian is doing a talk and he's also doing a, a photo workshop, and so is Matt Stewart and that. So I mean, from again from the UK, uh, I don't think the photo street photography festival there used to be two in London. I don't think I think they. Uh, I may be wrong. I think they may be gone at the moment. But I mean, there is a lot of uh, street photographers in in the UK that we would hope would make the short journey across to Dublin in next May. Yeah, it's not far. I mean, yeah, there are a lot, especially in London. Yep. It's- yeah, but even in London, if you're talking about if you're talking about camera clubs alone, just in London, I mean. I think there's 36 camera clubs in London. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. It's it's huge, you know, and there's a lot of amazing photographers, as you know, in London and in England. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there are, we've, you know, we've, we've had many of them either featured or interviewed on the podcast over the years. Yeah, I might wind up there uh, this summer as well. (laughs) It's a great, it's a great place to shoot. I, I was there this year in London and, I don't know how it happened, but um, I, I I must have mentioned it on a on one of my Instagram posts or or something, and I, I got a message from a guy who said, "Listen, if you'd like to uh, meet up, um, Richie, if you're listening, hi." Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd ne- I'd never met this uh, photographer, but he said, "Listen, we're shooting in Soho. If you'd like to come, like to come along, we'd love to have you." Uh, such a great community, you know, to uh, to be able to travel to a, a new city and be welcomed by, you know, total strangers. But we have the same passion. And uh, they showed me all the right places to go. And the, you know, it was a fantastic evening of, of fun and games in the pouring rain in Soho. <laughs> yeah, I have a friend. Not too far from me, and in, in uh, nearby uh, Fredericksburg, Virginia, they have a uh, very similar to what you're doing. They actually have a, a place to meet. Um, they have a, a group. Um, they, I guess it is a collective and very active group run uh, started by a guy named Ted Nelson, who used to travel a lot around the world for his job. And I introduced him to Matt Jerems in London, and. Next time he was over there, they got together and they they've been friends ever since. You know, half, yeah. you know, half a world away or a quarter of a world away, whoever. It's pretty cool. And whenever we travel, we you know I try to meet up with people that that I know through the magazine, and it's always been very interesting. Absolutely, to do that. I was know. I was saying to Des, I was in um, Porto, um, mm-hmm. in the summer. In in Liz in in I did a, a bit of a tour around and uh, anyway I was shooting in uh, Porto in a in a back street somewhere mm-hmm. and uh, I turned the corner and there is Gustavo Minas <laughs> and uh, he was looking at the other side of a building that I was photographing you know he was he was doing a, a similar sort of uh, thing in this fascinating building. And I'd never met Gustavo before, but I, I kind of recognized him and I went up and I introduced myself, you know, just great to be able to say hi to, to, to people on the street. You can spot a Leica from a million miles away. Yeah. If you know what you're looking for. Yeah. And you don't want your wife to be able to spot one. <laughs> or see the price tag. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I know people in my town 
who listen to this podcast, I might cut that part out. <laughs> yeah, so let's talk about the festival. All right, you already mentioned Matt Stewart's going to speak, Brian Lloyd Duckett. Um, you know, what are some of the highlights? What are what are people going to get out of this? You know, who are they going to connect with? And I, I, I think the one of the, one of the big highlights for me, and kind of, I think it's one of the really important ones to have. I mean, I mean, I, I met Jill Friedman in 2018 in uh, Harlem in her apartment at the time, and uh, and ever since then I was kind of connected. After she passed a year later, I was connected to the foundation. So I know uh, her cousins that are running that at the moment. So I've been keeping in touch with them. So we're delighted to have a Jill Friedman uh, retro, uh, retrospective uh, exhibition. So that's uh, really great for us. And it's the first time, I mean, people are going to have a chance to see a lot of Jill's work going, you know, from Resurrection City, from the uh, the poor marches in Washington, at Street Cops. Uh, you know, she lived with basically the Street Cops and the fire department and, and then uh, some of the circus shots as well. And then Jill, uh, I'm not sure if you knew, Bob, she had two books on Ireland as well. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, two really good books. I mean, what happened basically with Jill was during the 70s and the uh, early 80s, a lot of photographers from America and around the world would travel to Northern Ireland for the, because of the troubles mm -hmm. but at the time. So Jill's idea, she decided to go west and follow the music. and. <laughs> Because she, she actually she was a singer and she she uh, she was big interest in music, so she went to the west of Ireland and she befriended a lot of people in the likes of Kerry and uh, Donegal. Mm -hmm. and she brought out two books then at the time. And one was called Ireland Ever, and the other one's a a time that was, and uh, really nice books and really great photographs of the time. You know, there's a lot of famous fiddle players and musicians uh, from the west of Ireland, and so basically. Uh, after after I'd met Jill and during this time, I was trying to always trying to promote Jill's work because to me she's probably one of the greatest unknown photographers in the world. <laughs> a lot of people in America might know her, you know. I mean, at the time she would have been. I mean, she she's around the time of Joel Merowitz and you know Winogrand and all these guys. I mean, Jill was around, but I don't think she ever got the recognition that she deserved. And I mean, the fact she had a couple of books out in Ireland, a lot of people in Ireland aren't aware of her either. I've always been trying to promote Jill and her work. So we're delighted to have Jill as one of the exhibitions in Dublin as part of the festival. Uh, the outdoor uh, festival is going to run for four weeks. And the, the outdoor festival, we've got uh, Tony O'Shea, who's a very well-known Irish photographer and a photojournalist. And one of his books I'd recommend to anybody listening, if they're not aware, Tony is to look up the book uh, Dubliners. It's one of his first books and try and get a copy of that. It'll give you a great insight into his work. Uh, Melissa O'Shockensy. Uh, mm. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I uh, had the pleasure of meeting Melissa in person down on Coney Island two years ago at the uh, Mermaid Parade. Oh, you did that. Okay. I think every photographer in New York was there. Oh, I'm sure of it. Yeah. So I met Melissa. So, I mean, and with a name like O'Shockensy, she's half Irish anyway. So. <laughs> We've also got uh, Polly uh, Russon from the UK. Polly does workshops. She's a very good photographer. Uh, Richard Sandler. Uh, mm. Well, 
And uh, again, Richard, I've been in touch with Richard over the years. And Richard, actually, I don't know if many people know that the Elven and the Castle uh, Cafe uh, restaurants, I think they're in New York and around America. It's a brand of a restaurant. But in Ireland, the Elven and the Castle uh, Cafes, they all, they all have the photographs of uh, Richard's work from the subways. You mean the, the, the White Castle restaurants? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> El, it's called Elfin and Castle in Ireland. Oh. <laughs> it's, probably, it's the same brand for me. Really? <laughs> White Castle. Sliders. Yeah. So uh, another one, then is his work uh, we, we love is uh, Olga uh, Karlovac. You know, she does these kind of blurred black and white artistic. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, uh, I just started to see her work very, very. But isn't that really interesting? Yeah, I saw it on the. Uh, she happens to be in Ireland, at least she was. Tatiana Hopper, her uh, right. YouTube channel is T Hopper. She right. she's she's not Irish, but she lives in the, around Wicklow, I believe. Great, oh, right. great uh, uh, YouTube. That's where I live great. in Wicklow. Oh, you do. <laughs> you guys are probably neighbors. You probably see her at the grocery store. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, she, uh, Check out her uh, YouTube channel. I'm sorry, getting off track, but uh, um, she doesn't do a lot of street photography herself, but she, but she does a lot of short videos on street photographers. Okay. I'm sorry, but I'm, I'm interrupting what your train of thought. So oh, perfect. Now, the, the, the other, I mean, on the outdoor exhibition, as I said, it's going to run for four weeks. So you got Atsuo Suzuki, who might have been connected to for a long time as well. And, and anytime I put a call out, he's always he always comes on board. And Atsuo is amazing work. Uh, Gabby Ben Abraham. Did you know Gabby well? No. Uh, so we, oh, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I do. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I I pronounce his his name in my head <laughs> yeah. differently. Yeah, he's 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 in our uh, uh, our uh, um our Facebook group, and yeah, yeah fabulous photographer. Just uh, yeah, Gabby. Yeah, he's, uh, he loves the yeah, If he's listening, well, he's he's on my list to invite to uh, to to be in yeah. the magazine. So. Uh, no, I know for a fact that he loves a pint of Guinness. So I'm, I'm trying to get him over. Uh, Brian Lloyd Duckett, who he mentioned, is doing a workshop. Sure. Uh, and he's also doing a talk over the weekend. Uh, Matt Stewart's doing a, a photo uh, workshop and a talk as well. And as we mentioned, uh, Gustavo, uh, Gustavo Minos is doing a, a walk as well, a photo workshop. So we've got some great workshops on. We've also got the uh, open exhibition, which... Paul, you might want to talk about that, and we're getting quite a lot of entries in at the moment, and I think it's uh, really taken off in the last week. Yeah, so uh, the uh, the the competition that we're we're in conjunction with the festival, we're going to exhibit um, about sixty finalists um, from the competition, and um, we have um, two sort of categories with uh, sort of a single image category and mm -hmm. uh, a series category and um, we're keeping it quite s straightforward that's it uh, two little categories but um we basically um have secured some amazing prizes from uh, canon and um, canon cameras have come on board to offer uh, some some lovely prizes but um you know we've got a, a beautiful camera um the the or 50 and then really? that's a first prize, which mm -hmm. uh, is nice. a lovely, lovely piece of kit. And then we have a a Parashot V10 as a second prize, and a and a 
a little uh, sort of selfie photo printer as third prize, but Canon are giving those prizes two of each. Uh, so the first, second and third prize for each category and in the competition will have a chance. But really, I think it's a great opportunity to be part of the exhibition in, 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 in May to, to be a finalist would be a huge honor and, and uh, to be exhibiting with all these amazing world-class photographers um, would be really cool. Um, and, you know, hopefully, as I say, about 60 finalists will be selecting for, for exhibition. And along with that, we also have um, an initiative to, to kind of celebrate Irish street photography. We've um, called it the Irish Wall. And we're inviting um, probably around 30 um, of uh, single single images from 30 different photographers uh, who are practicing street photography at the moment. So uh, we'll have that exhibition as well um, running at the same time uh, for the weekend. And uh, also, um, I was doing a bit of um, work with um, Photo Museum Ireland during the year. Um, they they were helping me out with a with a book, and I, I attended a workshop with them. And Photo Museum Ireland, when I contacted them about the the festival, they were really encouraging and and generous with their time and helping us to um, you know giving us advice. But actually, they they rang me one day and said, "There's a kind of a, a duality about an exhibition that they're running." Um, which is in a different part of Dublin. It's it's probably about one mile from where our venue is, but they have a purpose-built um, uh, gallery space in, in Temple Bar in the middle of, of oh, Dublin. Yeah. And uh, it's a beautiful uh, venue. And they are running an exhibition um, around the time that we're running our festival of um, now... I'm, you're going to have to forgive me on my pronunciation pronunciation here. Uh, Akihiko Okamura, who is a Japanese photographer. Uh, he is a sort of a street and documentary photographer, uh, and he documented um, Northern Ireland and Belfast during the 70s. Uh, so quite interesting images, um, really powerful images, but you know, not necessarily your typical um, streets of uh, of conflict, but maybe um, post-conflict, maybe kids playing in the street um, after a uh, after a riot or whatever that may have taken place. But that's his first public exhibition in Ireland. So um, we're partnering with Photo Museum Ireland to. You know they're going to promote our uh, festival, mm -hmm. and we're promoting their uh, thing. And the, it's kind of a, a a sister exhibition, shall we say? So, you know, from uh, from humble beginnings, it really has sort of taken off. You know, to have so many different exhibitions, and and the plan is, hopefully, over the next two to three years, that we will be able to spread the exhibition across the city into multiple. Um, venues and we'll be able to maybe do something like a trail, an exhibition trail that uh, will give people an opportunity to visit lots of different parts of the city and, and maybe, you know, 
explore Dublin in, in new ways. So how do you keep something from getting too big to keep your arms around it? Because I, I can see I how, you know, people would see what you're doing. Hey, we, yeah. we can, you know, maybe participate somehow or we can do yeah. this or that. You know, have you run into things you've had to actually say no to? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. We, we did actually about three or four months ago, myself and Tez had a, a meeting and we kind of just said, listen, this is it. We, we have to draw a line somewhere and we have really ambitious plans, but we have to be able to deliver what we say we're going to deliver. So um, I think at that stage, we, we did say, this is it. Uh, you know, the Irish wall could have a hundred photographers, but we have year two and year three and year four. And so, you know, we'll, we'll be able to invite people who haven't gotten on the Irish wall this year to next year. And, you know, we have 10 amazing world-class photographers coming in from all over the world. There'll be another 10 next year. We have to draw a line and have a number that we're comfortable with sure. that we know we can deliver. Tell me about the Irish wall. Do you, do you have to be like a resident of Ireland or can you be like descended five generations and be living in New York somewhere? The, the, <laughs> yeah, the category, how we, how we define it is anyone who's shot in Ireland. Oh, So you don't have to be oh. um, a, a resident of Dublin or Ireland. Okay. Um, so it kind of gives us a free reign, but it is uh, images of Ireland. Okay. So, um, that helps us to to again. We have we've invited people from overseas to bring their work mm -hmm. back and, and exhibit. So it, it's a it's an eclectic mix. We used to my little town used to have a, a pretty big photo festival um, up until like right before I moved here. Uh, it was called Look Three. It was in I live in Charlottesville, Virginia, which is. A, University town, so I'm at University of Virginia, but they had a festival. As a matter of fact, the one who started the Miami Festival visited here to sort of copy how they did things. And okay. uh, I, I don't know why it ended. I think it probably just got to be too much to do. I, yeah, I should it, ask it is around. a lot of work. It is yeah. a hell of a lot of work. But you know, we're. I think there's a lot of learnings this this time, and hopefully yeah. next time it'll go smoother, and we'll have. We'll have a lot of material that we'll be able to just, you know, reuse and and templates that we can build on. So yeah, hopefully it'll be okay next yeah, year. Yeah, the first first time you do anything, it just it takes forever. Yeah, yeah. And I don't uh, think we'll get much sleep over over those four <laughs> or five days. <laughs> the um, um, I, yeah, go ahead. Can I just mention that the uh, the all the talks are are free as well. Because I know uh, one of one of the festivals or uh, one of the ones in Europe, they they charge in for talks or they charge a weekend mm -hmm. ticket or something. So it's, you know all the the talks from the likes of Matt and uh, uh, Matt and uh, Brian, and uh, they're all free. And there is is a, one talk that I'm interested in, which is a a photographer called uh, Danielle uh, Houghton. Yes, uh, she's beautiful work. Members. Yeah, yeah, the founding founding members of a uh, Observed collective with mm -hmm. uh, Fadi Karen and Fadi actually lives in Dublin as well. So they're both doing a talk. I think it's called Observations, 
So I think it's going to be on the, we've swapped this around. So correct me, Paul. I think it's uh, the Monday night. Uh, I think we're still working that out, Des. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Hopefully it's by be... the time this airs, we'll have it also. Yeah, so really, so I mean, Danielle actually is a founding member, as I said, with Fadi. She also won the uh, Irish Times Amateur Photographer Competition in 2015. She does amazing work. And again, she's kind of, she'd be one of those ones under the radar that a lot of people uh, in Ireland, a lot of photographers wouldn't be aware of Danielle and her work. Uh, also, uh, one of the nightstanders, another photographer, he's a Dublin photojournalist with a great backlog of photos. His name is Eric Luke, and he'll be giving a talk. I think it's on a Friday night, so stand to be corrected on that one as well. And uh, yeah, he's, he's be a great photographer. He, he was world press photographer, um, um, and he worked for the Irish Times for years and covered every major event that you could imagine. But uh, his his work spans everything from documentary to street to full press photojournalism yeah. it's similar to tony o'shea wouldn't it type of style uh yeah yeah um really amazing catalog of work and the other thing then regarding photo walks we've got a couple of complimentary photo walks then uh, um, uh you probably know kevin lim uh kevin lim uh, lives in uh Turles in ireland now and uh kevin loves to talk about uh street photography and and especially, I think uh, the title of this one is The Influence of uh, Modernist Art on the Development of Street Photography. Oh, really? So about... That's interesting. Uh, Kevin's a really, really good guy, and he's really enthusiastic, and people just love him. So that's a free uh, complimentary walk. And the other one, then, is uh, there's two well-known uh, Dublin Street uh, portrait photographers. And, and they're big into shooting on uh, film, film and, and everywhere. Uh, I think it's huge at the moment, especially in Dublin. There's a lot of interest and this will be a complimentary walk as well. I think they're taking about 20 people around the streets of Dublin. So there's a bit for everybody, to be honest. There's, there's an awful lot of uh, things happening over the three or four days. And it's a bank yeah. holiday weekend time. I'm curious. Can I give a, oh, sorry, can I just give a quick shout out as well? And a, and a big thank you to you, uh, Bob, because... Oh. Something we haven't mentioned so far is uh, you're one of the judges. That's in, true. In we did haven't mentioned that. Yeah. No. So yeah. I, I I think you know, um, we have some amazing judges, and obviously yourself involved, and we have uh, Brian Lloyd Duckett is going to be a judge as yeah. well, and uh, Valerie Jardin yeah. is is uh, coming on board. Brendan O'Shea, um, Danielle Houghton, uh, Gabby Ben Abramson. Uh, Latif Baudet uh, from Paris, uh, Martin U. Waltz from Germany, and uh, Mariella Momanu from uh, Bucharest is also coming on board. Yeah, that's uh, it's quite a lineup. So how how is the? I guess we don't want to get into the nits and nats of it, but how you know how's the judging going to work? I mean, when 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 do you stop taking entries, and when are they going to? come to the judges for well I, I suppose we're probably looking at towards sort of uh, we have a, an official uh deadline of the 24th of january for yeah. entries it's coming up it's coming up fast uh then what we're probably going to do is we'll spend a week uh collating all the entries into um digital folders that we can share with the judges and hopefully um give the judges uh, an ability to, uh, on, in their own time first, go through all the entries and, you know, make their uh, 
their first cut, shall we say, of mm -hmm. what they feel uh, warrants uh, finalist uh, status. Um, and then probably we'll do something like a, a Zoom call or a, a, oh. a, something where we, we can get the judges. We, we've divided the judges into two groups. So although we have, you know, uh, eight or nine judges, it, there'll be a small, smaller group uh, looking after each category. And, uh -huh. Uh, then that that divides the work, um, so we'll be able to then come to hopefully a conclusion over a, a, a couple of weeks um, of consultation, and then the the hard work begins in in actually contacting the photographers, putting it out on social media, getting the exhibition ready, and all the fun stuff. That's really nice that we get to speak with each other. And yeah, some of these larger contests, it's all anonymous. I mean, you go in through software and, and, and grade them, and which is nice. Yeah. But it's really nice to be able to talk to each other. Absolutely. I, I, I've been involved in, in sort of judging competitions now in mm -hmm. design and things before. And to be in the room with other, uh, you know, professionals or people who understand what they're, they're talking about, it's so nice to be able to hear what somebody else sees in a in a shot and why they would maybe fight for a shot um and that's i think that's important you know sometimes not everybody sees the same thing uh that's for sure yeah so when uh, when you display the what was it the top 60 i think you said they're going to be yeah. on display yeah uh, what size are these photos going to be and I'd say probably A3. Um what's, uh, we, what's that what's that translate into in inches? inches or, or, oh my god. Uh, <laughs> I I'd say eight, eight and a half by, it's 18 by 12, Bob. 18 by 12, roughly. Oh big. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Uh so yeah, so as big as we can get them, really, because yeah. uh the the space that we're going to have in the venue is a considerable space. So um, we're going to plan out um, probably in the new year how how we divide that space out. And, you know, potentially we might blow them up bigger um, or some of them might be bigger. Maybe the winners are are extra mm -hmm. big. Um, but we have, you know, we've we've so many images like we're between the um, the Jill Friedman exhibition, which could be, again, another 40 to 60 photographs of her work. Yeah. Um, we have the 30 odd uh, images from the Irish wall. We have the 60 images from the uh, finalist exhibition. Um, and we'll probably do a, a, a summary imagery of the guest photographers, which are also going to be on display in the, in the public concourse as well. Um, uh, in sort of large two meter pods of imagery. So we we have a lot of uh, a lot of material to display yeah so if i assume you've raised funds for the printing that's a lot of printing on big prints it is <laughs> it is, it is. We're, we're, myself and des have sold uh, our kidneys <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, just des, one I des's one was rejected <laughs> <laughs> so now they're looking for both of yours they're looking for both of mine now. <laughs> I, think, 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, no. I mean, it's a huge undertaking. It's probably, it is. started off in January, but kind of, I think we started off with 20 people. And uh, I think we frightened off 18 of them. <laughs> yeah, no, two in fairness, we, do, we do have, we have a load of volunteers coming in on the weekend, which is great, you know. And coming up to next, uh, next January, we're meeting up with people to uh, start to, you know, uh, define roles. And yeah. at the moment, it's myself and Des, but we do have a queue of people lining up to help us, which is fantastic, you know, um, think, uh, from, the, from the group. But I think it's very important. There's a big shout out to the, the main sponsor because none of this would be possible without uh, McGarrell Riley. Yeah. Yeah, really, their their support and uh, encouragement has been amazing. And that's at the facility where you're holding they, it. They're the yeah, they're the developers of this yeah. um, and Square scheme. Uh, Amazon's head headquarters is located in within the development, so it's a big office development. But there's also you know residential and retail there. But it's in a beautiful area of Dublin. Um, Beside the canal, you know, and beside the Ivy Gardens and Stevens Green, and so beautiful uh, place to to come and visit and and to do workshops around for street photography. It's a, it's a dream, beautiful wow. area. Is that um, in, in the Temple Bar area? It's actually further out. It's actually uh -huh. more towards the, um, the the southern end of the the centre city. Oh, um, okay. Kind of very close to the, what what a lot of people would call a Georgian core. The Georgian architecture of of Harcourt Street and mm. um, is is beautiful architecture that you know you you wouldn't even see it in in a lot of UK cities. Um, yeah. Dublin was a a jewel in the architecture crown of 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 the United Kingdom back in in the nineteenth century uh, when they built these amazing uh, terraces of of houses that were about six stories high. Oh. And uh, they're they're really beautiful, and they've been preserved, um, and that's kind of where our our festival is on, um, and it's in an area which is very artistic. You know, there's a a resident artist within the scheme. Um, his name is Mazer, and he's exhibited all over the world, and uh, he's very kindly uh, offered to help us out as well um, with his experience in running exhibitions around there. And one of the other things is there's a, there's a, uh, an exhibition that's just I think it's an Andy Warhol exhibition, Paul, is it? In in uh, in Charlemagne Square. Yeah, it's just finished up. Uh, well, it was a, it was a group uh, show run by Gormleys, so they had Andy Warhols, they had yeah. uh, amazing work by uh, the likes of I, I think Roy Lichtenstein's, and it, it was it was brilliant uh, eclectic mix of modern art. So it, this isn't the first exhibition that's been held there. So hopefully there'll be learnings as well from that. So is there an official hotel for for the festival? There, there's two hotels on the doorstep of um, the the actual venue. Um, one is called the Clayton Hotel, and one right. is called the Hilton Hotel. Um, the the Clayton uh, Charlemont, I think it is, and the Hilton Charlemont. Um, they're not necessarily official hotels, but they mm -hmm. are um, literally on the doorstep. And uh, hopefully, 
they'll have space. Now it is the bank holiday of, you know, the May bank holiday. So it is a, a long weekend over here. So the Monday is a is a holiday over here. So I would say if you are thinking of coming over, um, you know, book early. But uh, that said, uh, Dublin is is uh, has has lots of hotels, lots of accommodation, yeah. and uh, we're on we're we're on a, a, a tram line called the Lewis. Mm-hmm. which it runs right through the city and that will take you from any hotel basically to to our venue uh from within the city center so it's it's we're blessed really yeah really it, well, it's a, it's a great town you know when i was there i stayed at, had an opportunity to stay at the shelburne oh, oh yeah. beautiful hotel yeah oh my god it was right after Marriott bought it and then rehabbed mm-hmm. it. And it was, it's still probably the finest hotel stay I've ever had. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful hotel overlooking mm-hmm. Stevens green. Yeah. And that, that was really neat. And it was right around the corner from Grafton street, which yeah, yeah. it was, uh, it was good. We're right. actually from the top of Grafton street. You can actually get the loose. It's probably a, a five minute ride. That's the loose tram to, uh, where, where the festival is. Wow. It's about a 15 minute walk. Wow. So it is very central. So we sound like the uh, Dublin tourist board here. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, I guess it pays to have, have connections to, ah, you know, to get so, such yeah. a nice facility. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, we, I've been working with McGar O'Reilly for, for many years now, and they're, they're really lovely people to work with. I think I think the important thing as well is Bob, as you know, you've been to a lot of festivals, and I've been to a number of festivals, and I mean, I've been lucky enough to be a finalist in a number uh, around the world as well. And that the presentation of the work is very, very important. Yes, it uh, is to me, and I think it is to others. And uh, I know the exhibitions that I've had with my group as well to date. Uh, the main thing is, you know, the printing and the presentation of the work, especially if people are, you know, spending their 15 euros or whatever it is you know it doesn't matter it's just the presentation of the work has to be good and it will be good there'll be a strong yeah. emphasis on that yeah it does myself and my, myself and des did a um a reconnaissance uh, a research mission uh in september to pisa to oh. the photography festival over there des won pisa uh in 23 des was it um, yeah 22 um, 22. So we, we, we basically, we, we decided to go over as was having an exhibition over there. And we thought it would be great to, uh, you know, we, we did Matt's workshop and we went, attended his, his talk. And, you know, we met a couple of people who, you know, Latif, who's now one of the judges. Um, so it was great to be able to reach out and talk to people, uh, and, and get insights into how a festival is run. Um, yeah, I was going to ask if you've connected with other festivals to yeah. hopefully shorten your learning curve a bit. Yeah. Well, the the guys in Pisa were really, you know, really kind and very generous with their time. And uh, definitely it's it's on the cards that we might be able to, uh, you know, maybe do a twin festival. You know, we might be able to do something in, in that way in the future. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, we were talking about, I mean, the festivals at the moment around Europe and that, I mean, 
I think there's several. Uh, I mean, uh-huh. if you if you got Luxembourg, Gothenburg, Pisa, Brussels. Yeah, I've seen there's one in Te- Tehran there recently in Istanbul. Uh, there's quite a lot of festivals, but I think some have gone by the wayside as well. I don't know if San Francisco is still going, Bob. I know that was a big festival. I don't know. I, I somehow I don't think so. I hate to say that because I I just don't know. So we'll just leave it yeah. at that. Mm. Um, and then and Siena, a, Siena has a, as a, as a wonderful festival. I've been fortunate enough to be a judge there, probably five or ten years where, that they've been operating. And uh, a friend of mine, uh, Gina Williams from Portland, she actually uh, does work for them, and she went this year. Just, just an amazing event, and there's one on on Crete and Hanya. All right. Yeah. Yes, yes. And uh, I've, I've judged there the past couple of years. As a matter of fact, I just missed it. We we happened to be in Greece, my wife and me, on a, on a trip. And we went to Crete, but it was like a week after the festival, which was too bad. Uh, very. Did I see you post? Did I, did I see you post a picture of Santorini, no? Uh, yes, I did. As a matter of fact, I'm just getting ready to print it. Yeah, I had a couple. Man, that was a brutal day. It was. Yeah. It must have been 500 it degrees. I mean, the photographs as it does in real life is when you go there. Oh, my God. It, it's the, the place is beautiful, but it was like, it was in August, you know, which makes it hotter than holy hell. And yeah, it was like New York. just wall to wall people up these little streets that, you know, they're wide enough for like three people. And it, it, it was, it was crazy. Need to go in the winter. I should. Yeah. I should. I mean, August. I, I used to always say, I'm never going to travel to Europe in August. Well, I did. <laughs> <laughs> now I know why. But oh, but we we had a wonderful time there. Yeah. Well, I can highly recommend Porto if you haven't been. Uh, we were there last year. Yep. I loved it. Yeah. I love Porto, Lisbon. Yeah. 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 So tell me this. You know, you're both street photographers. You shoot in Dublin. It's cloudy there a lot, right? And yeah. I c- come from Cleveland, Ohio, which is really the cloudiest place in the United States. It's cloudier than the Pacific Northwest, which is known for. So I'm always, I'm, you know, used to shooting with, you know, this giant softbox overhead, you know, cloudy skies. Then I moved to Virginia where it's sunny all the time, you know, and I still have problems with real, you know, strong shadows and, you know, bright sun. How do you deal with it when you go to someplace like Porto or Lisbon or Spain? I think that's that's the beauty of uh, of being able to to see the world under different light. It's it's mm-hmm. it's a bit like uh, Gauguin when he traveled yeah. to Tahiti and saw different light and and painted differently, or the Impressionists when they moved to the south of France and the different light in Arles. Uh, compared to Paris, and I think it's the same with photography. Obviously, when you when you go to somewhere with very harsh light, it it brings a different aesthetic to your images. I, I think you have to adapt. You do. Uh, it's tricky. It is, but yeah. it, it's it's a great fun challenge, though. Oh, it's, yeah. it's it's amazing. Like for for me, I I am um, I try not to get hung up on. Uh, becoming one one style so i no matter what i do i obviously take a photograph it's probably going to have a 
a, a bit of me in it. But I, I don't try and uh, wait for a particular time of day or weather uh, to mm -hmm. define the images that I get. I, I know a lot of photographers have a signature look, which is whatever, you know, it might be deep shadows and, mm -hmm. you know, uh, harsh, harsh contrast. But for me, I, I just love going out and shooting. So whatever the world brings and puts in front of me, I'll, I'll try and capture it in whatever way I can. Yeah, we're in one of my favorite times of year. Cause I love it this time of year when the sun is low all the time, and mm. you get get these great long shadows. Yeah, know, and it's uh, amazing. It yeah. is. Uh, we're we're very lucky here uh, in 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 Dublin. We have um, some amazing open uh, streetscapes where the that those long shadows can really cast down a street, and um, so. That helps, you know, we're, we're, we do have parts of the city, which is very small, little narrow laneways, but we do have very wide open spaces as well. So that gives us great long shadows. Yeah. Well, why don't you tell us, each of you tell us, where's your favorite place to shoot in Dublin? As you go first. Yeah. That's a very hard question. I don't, I don't think I, well, my favorite place I'd probably go to it again and again. It's probably, it's one of the richest streets in Dublin and probably one of the smallest streets, which is Grafton Street. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, it, well, you know Grafton Street anyway. Yeah. Bob, you just mentioned Shelburne. So it's quite, it's quite a narrow street. It's about 400 meters, 500 meters in length down to Trinity, down to Trinity College. And I just like it, you know, the, the, uh, especially on a, on a sunny day and a winter's day and the sun shining, you know, it's coming from the top of Stephen's green all the way down. And I just, I love the light on that street and it's just, it's just so small. And it's, I kind of work that street up and down it. And on that street, you get a lot of, you get a lot of buskers, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and like Dublin, the movie famous for. Yeah. Yeah. I like the movie. What was that movie? So basically. Uh, once. Once. It's called. Once. Yeah. It, yeah. It was that. And Glenn Hansard. Yeah. Glenn Hansard, for any, anybody who's watching Shane McGowan's funeral uh, on TV uh, from the Pogues. Shane McGowan from the Pogues died just there last week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What about that? Live. And uh, Glenn Hansard was actually playing the fairy tale at New York at that. But I, I just love Grafton Street, you know, and I've managed over the years to get some shots that I particularly like on that street. Is it even yeah, busy in the winter time? Yeah, yeah, I think it's yeah, it's, it's always busy. But I mean, it is very hard to isolate somebody on that street because it gets so busy, you know. Mm -hmm. And one thing with the, with the group that I always try to say to people is that if you're going to an, an event or anything, it's you know not to be kind of like a paparazzi, you know, photographer like sheep. Try and break away from the group and kind of yeah. look for. That one's kind of solo shot, you know. Go, you know yourself. You mean to go to the start of the festival or the end of the festival, get the best shots rather than the, the shots in the middle of the festival where everybody's on the carousels or all waving at you, you know, type of tele telephoto shots. <laughs> yeah. The, the other thing, well, the other the other thing I try to encourage as well is that, I mean, I've I've found that kind of uh, recently that's you know people shoot differently uh, than I do as such. I I I don't take many shots now. I slow down quite a lot. I might not take any shots. I could take five shots. And uh, 
and with the group, I try to tell people to slow down and use your digital camera like it's a film camera. Yeah. It's all about looking and learning and you're in control and uh, just to get them to slow down. But it was interesting to hear somebody talking recently and then they said, take thousands of shots, take 2,000 shots, 3,000 shots. And, you know, it's all different approaches. Different, ways yeah. to do it. different approaches. So it's maybe I'm doing the wrong approach. <laughs> so, it's Paul, you've had time. Yeah. Paul, you had time to think about your your choice. I think that's the problem. I now have three places in my head that I love. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, the first place in, in in the center of Dublin, there's a there's a street called Moore Street, and it's um, Moore Street is is a an old market street that still has uh, market stalls on on the street every day with you know uh old ladies selling fruit and vegetables and fish and now it's uh got lots of sort of uh phone shops and uh shops that sell wigs and shops that sell little uh cooking uh, apparatus to make gumbo and it could be anything but yeah. it's such an amazing place it's a it's a melting pot for all the people of Dublin. And there's always, uh, it's not as busy as Grafton Street, so there is um, lots of opportunities to isolate and to create layers through these different uh, street stalls. And there's old butchers there with neon lights that have been there for 50 years and just a, an incredible place. Um, but outside the city, um i've actually I'm, I'm doing a project uh it's kind of a, a a six month project now that i've been working on um on one street uh near where i live and i've been photographing one street um in in a place called dunleary and it's called uh georgia street in dunleary and um i was lucky enough to uh get funding from Dunleary uh, Council, uh, their their arts bursary uh, uh, division. I, I applied with this idea that I wanted to document a street, and this particular street fascinated me because it had uh, old shops, new shops, shops that are there for hundred years, and new uh, shops that may be pop up shops or shops that are only there for a, a small amount of time, um, some struggling, some thriving. And so um, Dunleary uh, County Council and the Irish Arts Council uh, have given me a bursary um, as a, what well, I think it's called the Emerging Artist Bursary Award uh, to document uh, this street. So I, I'm nearly finished that project. Um, I am now currently just sequencing the images uh, with a view to, you know, submitting it back into the council to say, here's the body of work. Um, nice. And that's, that's been a really interesting project. All right. I guess we better wrap up here. But before we do, why don't you tell us where, number one, we can find out more about the festival, you know, what your website is, and then your own personal links where people can see more about it. Learn more about you and in your own work. Do you want to go ahead, Paul? 
Uh, okay, well, the um, the festival website is uh, dspfestival.com and uh, our Instagram is dspf2024. And uh, I'm on Instagram uh, at reflexlens and I have a, a website which is reflexlens.com. That's simple. From a, a branding person, it should be, right? Yeah, I tried to get something <laughs> rememberable. Yeah, that's right. And Des, what about you? Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I don't have a website. I'm on Instagram with uh, yeah. Des, underscore, Des underscore Born underscore street photographer. Uh, uh, Tell us how to spell Burn. B-Y-R-N-E. Okay. I know how to spell or, it. Uh, I just want you to tell everybody. Uh, some people you spell it the Scottish way, which is B U R N. Yeah. <laughs> Stairs, D E S. So, no, normally when we have Spanish students in the house for the last 40 <laughs> years and everything except Des, it's normally Dex or something. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. So it's Close enough. Well, thanks. Yeah. I'm glad we were able to get together. And uh, I'm excited about the festival too. I, I can't wait to start seeing the work. Great. Thank you so much choice. for uh, having us again. And, and thanks again for your involvement in the festival. It really oh, is much appreciated. You're welcome. You're welcome. My pleasure. Yeah, Bob, uh, thanks for your support the last 10 years as well with the photo group and that and posting and different things. It's been really great. Much Hopefully, we'll get to see you in May. Your thoughts about the show go a long way in helping us decide on the guests and the subjects that we include in each episode. So please take a few moments to write a review in Apple Podcasts or whatever service you use to stream your podcasts. It helps us know if we're on the right track and it helps others to find and enjoy the show. The editor of Street Photography Magazine is Ashley Refo, and our audio engineer is Russell Boyd from WeBit Studios found at webitstudios.co.uk. I'm Bob Patterson, and this is the Street Photography Magazine podcast, a service of Street Photography Magazine. Mm-hmm.